The previous Mishnah taught that when a Yavam has relations with his Shemeris Yavam, regardless of how exactly the relations were, whether it was by mistake or on purpose, or forced, or in an unusual way, or if it was only the beginning of the relations, regardless of how it was done, the Yavam is valid and they are considered to be husband and wife. This Mishnah tells us that the same applies for something else as well. The halacha is that a Kohen is not allowed to marry a Zoyna. And the definition of a Zoyna is a woman who has had illegal relations. The question is, is this specifically if she did it with her intent in a regular way? And the Mishnah tells us that no, just like Yibum is valid, regardless of how the relations happened, so too a woman becomes a Zoyna and forbidden to marry a Koyen if she had any sort of relations with somebody with whom she was forbidden to have relations. Similarly, one who has relations with any of the Arias in the Torah, any woman who is forbidden to marry him due to them being related, or a woman who he is not allowed to marry, not because she is an Erva, not because she is related to him, but for a different reason. For example, a widow marrying a Kohen Gadol, a divorcee or a woman who has received Chalitza marrying a regular Kohen, Mamzeres, a woman who is born from illegal relations, Unasina, or a woman who is descendant from the Givonim, who at the times of Yeshua joined the Jewish people and became their water carriers and the wood choppers, but they are not considered Jewish and it's forbidden to marry them. So if a woman is Mamzeres or Unasina, marrying a Yisrael, a regular Jew, or Bas Yisrael, a female regular Jew, Mamzer or Anosin, marrying a Mamzer or Anosin, Posal, if they had any form of relations, they have invalidated her from then going on to marrying a Koyain. She is defined as a Zoyna, even if she didn't do it intentionally. And they didn't distinguish between different types of relations, rather however the relations happened, she is now considered to be a Zoyna and it will be forbidden for her to marry a Koyain. Mishnah Gimel, just like a Koyain may eat Truma, Truma is the special gift which goes to Koyanim, and a non-Koyain is forbidden to eat it, and the halacha is that the daughter of a Koyain and the wife of a Koyain are also allowed to eat Truma. However, a Zoyna, who has had illegal relations, as well as becoming forbidden and invalid to marry a Koyain, she is also forbidden to eat Truma. She loses any rights which she has to do with Kohona. The question of our mission is what happens if somebody, let's say she's a daughter of a Koyain, so until now she has been allowed to eat Truma, and she hasn't yet had relations with somebody who she's, who she's forbidden to have relations with, However, she has received Kiddushin from them. She's done the first stage of the marriage. So for example, Amonon Choyen Godol, a widow who is a daughter of a Koyen, who has got married to a Koyen Godol. That's a forbidden marriage. Or a divorcee, or a woman who has received Chalitza, who has got married to a regular Koyen. So if it's Mino Eirosin, meaning she has only received Kiddushin from the Kohen or the Kohen Gadol, but they haven't yet completed the marriage, which means that they have not yet had relations. So according to the Tanakama, the woman is forbidden to eat Truma because she is half married to somebody who is she, she is forbidden to marry. She's effectively waiting to have forbidden relations which will invalidate her from eating Truma. So Mijabonon already from that stage, she is forbidden to eat Truma. However, Rabbi Loz and Rabbi Shimon validate her and hold that she is still allowed to eat truma. They do not agree that the Chachomim made this decree. Rather, only if she is fully married and if she's had relations, only at that stage would she become invalidated for eating truma.
Continues the Mishnah, according to everybody, even the Tanakama, Nis Armalu Nisgarshu, if she becomes widowed or is divorced, Minhanisuin, if it's after the stage of Nisuin, after the entire marriage has taken place, and they've already had relations together, Pasulais, she remains invalid, and she can never eat Truma again once she has had illegal relations. However, Minot Erosin, if she becomes widowed or divorced after having only received Kedushin and not having had the illegal relations, since the entire prohibition is only Midjabonon, it's only as long as she is waiting and in a state of being half married to somebody whose relations would invalidate her. But as soon as she is no longer engaged to that man, Kashiris, she is valid to eat Truma once again, and the decree Midjabonon no longer applies. Mishadala, the Mishnah continues to discuss a Kohen and a Kohen Godel. As we have seen, and it's an explicit posuk in the Torah, a Kohen Godel is forbidden to marry a widow. A regular Kohen is allowed to. He's only not allowed to marry a divorcee. However, a Kohen Godel is not only not allowed to marry a divorcee, but he is also forbidden to marry a widow. Kohen Godel is a mona. A Kohen Godel may not marry a widow. Whether she is a widow from having been engaged to somebody else, meaning she was half married to them, she had received Kedushin from somebody, and then he died. So she'd never had relations before. Nevertheless, she's still considered to be a widow. The Torah writes two things. Firstly, that a Kohen Godel has to marry a woman who has never had relations before. And the Torah also says that he is not allowed to marry a widow. So even if she is a widow from just Kedushin, the Kohen Godel is forbidden to marry her, bin a and suin. And of course, if it's a widow from having been fully married to somebody else and having had relations, certainly then it would be forbidden. Now, there are two different stages of a woman maturing. At the age of Bas Mitzvah, 12 years old, a woman becomes a Nara. That's considered to be sort of the beginning of the maturing time. And so halakhically she is considered to be an adult. However, there are certain rights which the father still has over her and she's not considered fully matured. Six months later, when she is 12 and a half years old, she is then known as a bigeres. And a bigeres is a fully matured woman who is considered her in her own domain, the father has no rights over her anymore, and she is then fully matured. Now once she becomes a bigeres, as a result of her maturing, certain features which a woman who has never had relations before, that's known as a basula, a basula is a woman who has never had relations, and there are certain features which a basula has, which upon having relations with a man, she loses those features. Now when a woman becomes a bigeres and she matures fully, the features of a basula are reduced. And because of that, according to the Tanakhama, the Loyusos Habegeres, a Kohen Godel is not allowed to marry a Begeres. He has to marry a woman who is under the age of 12 and a half years old, since she is not considered to be a total basula, according to the Tanakhama. However, Rabbi Lozor, Rabbi Shimon, Machshim, Rabbi Geres, Rabbi Lozor and Rabbi Shimon say that he can marry a Begeres, since at the end of the day, she is still considered to be a, bas- a basula since she has never had relations. Continues the Mishnah, according to everybody, Loyusos Mukas Eitz, a Kongodal is forbidden to marry a Mukas Eitz, which is a woman who has never had relations before. However, all of the features which a Basula has have been removed from her due to an injury. She had a severe injury, and therefore she no longer has the features of a Basula, and because of that, a Kongodal is forbidden to marry her. Alright, continues the Mishnah with an interesting law. If a regular Kohen does Kiddushin on a widow, and as we stated earlier, a regular Kohen is allowed to marry a widow. He's only forbidden to marry a divorcee. So he did Kiddushin, the first stage of the marriage, with a widow, and then Vinismanale is Kohen Godel. He was then appointed to be the Kohen Godel. 
and a Kohen Godel is forbidden to marry an Almana. Says the Mishnah, since he began the marriage before he was a Kohen Godel, Yichnois, he is allowed to complete the marriage, bring her, bring her into his house, and they can be married. We see from here that the prohibition of a Kohen Godel marrying, marrying a widow is a prohibition more related to the act of marriage than the state of being married. Because we see that if he started the act of marriage already, then he's allowed to complete it, and there is no problem with them continue, continuing to be married. And indeed, says the Mishnah, well, Maise, there was a story which once happened by Yeshua ben Gamla, with Yeshua ben Gamla, who was a big tzaddik, Shekidesh is Moses Baisais. They did Kedushin on Marsabas Baisus, and she was a widow. And after he did Kedushin, before he did Nisuin, before he completed the marriage, the king appointed him to be the Kohen Gadol. And indeed, he completed the marriage, so we see a support for the law of the Mishnah. It's interesting that the Mishnah says that the king appointed him to be Kohen Gadol. There was a corrupt system in which the king was bribed to appoint him as the Kohen Gadol. Although he was a great, very great man, perhaps he wasn't worthy to be the Kohen Gadol, and only as a result of a bribe did he become the Kohen Gadol. But nevertheless, it's still a good support for the law of the Mishnah because he was still a great man. And if it was forbidden to marry her, then he wouldn't have done so. Continues the Mishnah, Shemeris Yovim Shnotot if a Shemeris Yovam falls in front of a Kohen Hedyat, his brother dies, and then Vinismanle is Kohen Godol. He then is appointed to be the Kohen Godol. Afavish Ozaba Maimar, even if he has done Mamar with her already, Mamar is only with Japon on a Raisa level, he hasn't done anything yet. And therefore, Harry's a Loyichnois. He's not allowed to marry her, because every Shemeris Yovam is by definition a widow as well. And here he has not done a act of Kedushin yet. The Yibam will be his first act of marriage. It's going to do everything, but it's the first thing which he does. And therefore, as long as he hasn't yet done any act of marriage, he is forbidden to marry the Shemeris Yovam. And therefore he will have to do Chalitza instead. And indeed, says the Mishnah, Kohen Godol Shemeis Ochiv, a Kohen Godol whose brother dies, he needs to do Chalitza not Yibum, as we learnt earlier in the second parak of the Masechta. It is forbidden to marry a, for a Kohen Godel to marry a widow. Since there is no severe punishment involved, we have the rule of that the positive mitzvah of Yibum overrides the negative mitzvah of not marrying a widow. So with Oraisa, he can do Yibum, and then divorce her immediately after doing so, because there will no longer be a mitzvah of Yibum to override the Avera of marrying a uh, widow. However, Midrabonon, it is forbidden to do Yibum, and so he needs to do Chalitza. Mishnah Hei, Kohen Hedidli, so Eilinus, a regular Kohen is not allowed to marry an Eilinus, who is a woman who is not able to have children. Unless he has another wife who is able to have children, or he already has children. But otherwise, one's only wife cannot be an islandess. And the truth is, this doesn't only apply to a Kohen head, this applies to every Jew, because he has a mitzvah to have children, pruravu. Now, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says that when it comes to a Kohen, even if he does have another wife, or he already has children, he cannot marry an islandess. Why? Because she is included in the category of women who are called a Zaina in the Torah. According to Yehuda, since this woman is not able to have children at all, having relations with her and marrying her is to some degree considered to be inappropriate relations, and therefore she's considered to be a Zaina, just like somebody who has had illegal relations, and therefore a claim may not marry an islandess. Ein Zaina Ella, 
Zay not only includes the following people, Giyores, a woman who converted Mshukhreres, or a woman who was a non-Jewish slave, who was then freed, and upon being freed she converts. Even if she herself has not had any inappropriate relations, nevertheless, the fact that she comes from being non-Jewish, so she comes from a group of people who do not have the same boundaries and restrictions in terms of having relations with other people. And that in itself makes her into a Zayna, such that a Kohen is not allowed to marry a convert. And a woman who has had illegal relations, as we saw earlier on in the Perek, she is certainly considered to be a Zayna and forbidden to marry a Kohen.